is going on everybody welcome welcome to the uh, to the genre of your life podcast a show all about movies tv and why we love entertainment i am one of your hosts doug jones with me as always are my two great co-hosts first off mr nick johnson how are you sir i'm doing good i'm doing good man happy you're here we have a cool review to review review this week and more to talk about also with us is the one, the only, Mr. Joel Kindelin. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good, man. Glad to be here, like always. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a very, very, very special guest for you. I'm talking uh, about a legendary guest for you. Someone who has took care of us during our times at ASU. Joel, yes, you're an honorary ASU student. You know that. We have <laughs> one of <laughs> the greatest dudes I think we've ever met. Author, recently new law school student, Arizona legend, Mr. Jordan Fells. Welcome to the show, sir. Thank you, man. It's an honor to be here, honestly. You guys are all cool as fuck, so it's just, I'm just happy to be here, honestly, around people that are like down to earth and not assholes. So, yeah. <laughs> no, nah, Jordan, when you texted Thank me you want to be on the show, you yeah, honestly man. got me so happy because I was like, oh, if Jordan's on the show, this, our show is legit if Jordan came on. like 100% is legit now if Jordan came on as our guest. But uh, no, nah, man, we are so happy that you're here. Uh, I know you're, you're a movie fan like we are, which is even great because you know, the show is all about why we love movies, you know, different yeah. takes on our different honesty, honest opinions on certain shows, certain movies. So having you on, man, is a true honor, and we can't, have, we can't wait to talk about movies and, movies and more with you. Thank you, man. I hope uh, we get to see some new screenings for new movies coming out this summer. Uh, so. We got you. No, no doubt about it. We got you. Um, um, as always, guys, you can find us find the show on your favorite podcast platform of choice, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Amazon Music. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe, and review and rate. It helps show up tremendously, actually. And as always, thank you so much for your support. Alrighty, so let's get out of the way first. Yes, this is going to be the elf in the room. Me and Nick did see Fast Ten last week at a at a screening. Oh we barely God. got in. We barely got in because <laughs> it was a uh, it was like a really small like critic slash fan screening, and we went as fans. We can go as critics, unfortunately, this time. And we got in. We we had to sit in the front, and I was like, "All right, it is what it is," because it was a way small auditorium, and everyone everyone behind us was like either critics or journalists. Um, mm-hmm. And to give some context, I think. I know Joe, Joel, Joel gave up on Fast uh, after Paul Walker died. Rest in peace, respectfully. Um, yeah. I, we, I think Nick and I continued on with the franchise after, after, after you it. Did. You we did. Loyal. We definitely did, including you Hobbs and Shaw. You did. We did. We did. Um, and when Nick, I'm going to let you talk first. I feel like you and I both had the kind of same experience, but I want, I want the audience to hear like, your, your review and your kind of like takeaway from uh, the new entry in the Fast and Furious franchise. No, so basically, um, with the franchise overall, I'm, I basically started at like at movie four, and then I had watched on. Um, so there's like some of the earlier ones I hadn't seen, but I kind of started to fall off around around like eight or nine. It felt like um the movie just wasn't as fun anymore, and it was just kind of like it's trying too hard to be over the top, especially nine with that with that spacing spoilers, y'all. But um, ten without spoiling anything, it it kind of um, it harkened back to certain plot points from previous films, um, and it was it just did it all in a way where uh, it was 
it was a lot more enjoyable. Like there was some over the top stunts, sure, but <laughs> a lot of it was kind of like it was more emotional, you know. So I think I think that's what that's what pulled me in. They um they dialed that up and they dialed down the uh the crazy like gravity defying stunts a little bit. So I think that kind of it made me it made me uh, fuck with it more. So I like I like ten a lot. Did they fight yeah. aliens in this movie, or uh, what, what? 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 Like, what's the other plot they have left? Honestly, it's the next one. I think they're gonna fight aliens. They're gonna fight the Avengers in uh, Jurassic Park next one. I heard about that. Yeah, they're gonna fight the minions next. Actually, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> damn, that would be family versus family, low key. Yeah. That'd be an interesting yeah. dynamic. Like, fuck the minions and just start like just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> Drive one over. <laughs> Um, oh my I, gosh. I, I think I was excited going seeing with you, this movie with you, Nick. I feel like I, I grew up in these movies. They're a big part of my childhood. And I remember seeing Fast Five, I think in high school with you, no, middle school with you, Joe. And I remember just like, wow, like this was like kind of like, it kind of re- rebooted the franchise of like, oh, it could be a heist franchise now. It could be like more too, a lot more characters. You brought back Luda, you brought back Tyrese, you brought back a lot of people, Han, Giselle, everybody. Um, mm-hmm. And I do feel like five the dude from fucking what was it Tokyo Drift? Yeah, Han. They brought back everyone. Vince from the first one. They brought back literally everybody. And I love that movie. So, so my favorite Fast out of all of them. And I love six. I love seven. I think seven was special because I remember seeing it with you, Joe, with other friend at the time, and it was like opening day. It was like you know we grew up watching Paul Walker movies, so seeing that movie, how well they kind of like crafted his you know uh, last 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 uh, last um, acting role, his last appearance in the franchise was very done. It was done very classy and done very well. Um, and I think that's when I remember Joe was like, "All right, cool, they do more. I'm out." And I remember it was literally April 2015. Joe was like, "Yeah, I'm done at this point." Like. I'm out. Uh, which I don't blame him. Yeah, I blame a lot of people for doing that because it was a really nice send off. I think I remember seeing eight with you, Nick, in college, and we're like, it was fun. Mm-hmm. But I think we, we saw it with people that kind of like brought the mood down. We were like, we're, we're just here having a fun time watching the movie. It's you know, it's it is what it is. And yeah, we, uh, we watched it with the hater, y'all. Don't don't yeah. watch movies with haters, man. Because <laughs> this dude ruined my whole fucking day, no, bro. Oh my god! I was like, why did we invite you, man? You can Jeez Louise, it was yeah. terrible. I feel like Han never ages. Like, what's up with that? No one, dude. No one <laughs> never ages, and also like everyone has like superpowers now. It's like, okay, this guy can like break. Uh, this guy can stop a garage with his foot, and the whole garage goes down. Or someone yeah, can pull I, down a tr- truck watch. with a. <laughs> I can't watch that. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> there's no science or physics in this whatsoever and I, I, remember t- I remember my dad took me to the sixth one at an sc- early screening through his work and he was on the first one he goes am I going to be confused and I was like probably and the yeah. first half hour my dad goes you should have <sighs> known he would have been confused <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I tried telling him but, but you want to see what it means I was, I, was, I was hyped for it it was like freshman year of high school y'all I'm going to see because it was free screening it was like through his work and I remember like my dad like the first half hour like all I heard was <sighs> like he was just like nope <laughs> like he couldn't do it <laughs> everything that like they, they kind of defied physics and gravity my dad would be like whisper to me he goes that would never happen and i'm like no i, <laughs> I was like no bobs i know i trust me i know which and, like, movie was it when, the, uh, when they did the it was uh it was vin diesel and then the girl or whatever he did like a kickflip like over like the not a highway, but like it was. It was like, oh, bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the? Fuck? Oh, that bridge six. scene. Yeah, yeah. I was six. That's the one time. You, you should have showed your dad the the streets fight back. Oh no! <laughs> you, know, you know how you're done at seven? 
at six, my dad was like, never again, never again. I was like, really? He goes, I have no interest ever again. And yeah, right, Jordan, that scene where he kickflips like, over the fucking bridge, whatever. My dad was like, my, my dad whispered to me, he goes, bullshit. <laughs> that was, my dad was just like, fuck this movie. Like, I'm out. Like, fuck this franchise. Like, I'm done. And I remember walking out of that theater. My dad was like, you know what, man? I get you like these movies, but come on, man. Like, these are, like <laughs> come on now. And he was kind of like, not disappointed me. He was just like, yeah, dude, this, this isn't for me. And I was like, I'll bring you pops. It's not, Watch it's okay. <laughs> He's like, come on, son. Just what what you doing now? Because of the house name, <laughs> Watch like, the Fast and Furious, though, like, because of the house name, and people are going to watch it regardless, you know? Yeah, like, huge. Oh, yeah, like, Avatar, Avatar came out, and then how long do we wait for the second one? Like, like six, three years, long, but yeah, like right, sixteen years, and then box office. Mm, something around that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. The guy it's, is very cocky. The, the creator of Avatar, he was like, know, very I cocky. Know. I was like, it's like it's gonna do good. I don't think it's it surprisingly did better than I truly thought. But you know, I was like, I don't think like yeah. But, but also, I want to say that I just watch the fast movies. Just be a pre. Pre uh, prequels to the Reddick's <laughs> trilogy. Oh yeah, no, it could be. <laughs> oh my god, it could be or triple X, whatever. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't surprise the prequel to the Reddick. It wouldn't surprise me that you came. Vin Diesel never dies. That's it. The second, <laughs> Avatar, I mean, okay. the second Avatar. Before I my... literally did two point thirty two. Uh, yeah, two point thirty two billion, which is makes it yeah. the third highest grossing film of all time. And we waited like so long for it, so I'm kind of like thinking about I Am Legend because I know that's coming out soon. The uh, the second oh, one. Oh boy, I don't. That's the thing. Here's my problem, and people keep saying like, "Oh, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good." My whole thing is he has the antidote from this. Or are we taking the point of that he did not take the any blood and just gave the girl away? And it's like, all right, cool. They're going off the alternate again. ending. They're going off that yeah. the ending, and they're going off where like he okay. survives. But okay, so where he survives, but like the yeah, yeah. But he already knows how to get. He already knows how to get the antidote, the cure for it all. So why wait so long and then just be like, what happened? You know what I mean? It, it my yeah. thought process towards it is that like you have the answer, you know how to get it. You know, like it's been too long to where the world's still in shit. If it's still shit and you haven't made any progress, I'm not gonna like the movie because I'm just gonna be like, the fuck was your character doing all this time then? You know what I mean? Like the 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 premise for I Am Legend is is the experience of of a man, the the world going shit and him being alone, and then just trying to navigate through that now this is something different you know now it is it, it, to me it wasn't just a simplistic zombie movie but he also again had the means to get the cure had the answer and everything so why is the world still shit you know what i mean yeah, I like yeah. they're gonna have to explain that if it's not well explained to me the movie's not gonna sit well because if you pay attention to the story which sadly a lot of people don't they're just like oh, i'm legend so great yeah, yeah. without fully understanding or or viewing the story 
it's still going to do well. But for me personally, I'm, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. It's too late. Like, like Avatar couldn't give a shit. But for this type of movie, I am legend that it's too late for personally. I think it's too late. It's been too long. Why the fuck is the world still shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I, you never know what might happen. But um, sorry, quick back to fast. I uh, uh, I think I to Nick to Nick's point too is yeah. I didn't like eight or nine as much. I like nine for it brought back people in the movies. I think Quiet Place did that first right after COVID. Kind of was going after COVID was getting better, but I think Fast was the first big big like big blockbuster come to come bring people back to the theaters in June of 2021. So I was like, okay, I get their props for that. It came out during a time where theaters were kind of reopening. So things were still being closed. So it's not never nine is has moments where I'm like, yeah, this is absurd. But it, again, I still appreciate for what, for what it did for the movie theaters and bringing back audiences. Um, but yeah, with 10, 10, I had a really good time with, I think seeing it with Nick was a lot of fun. Cause we were both into, we were joking. Yeah. Yeah. We had to sit in the front of the row and you know, was, we are, our next was, you know, correct the whole movie. Yeah, but... I was watching the movie at a 90 degree angle. You guys. <laughs> yeah, dude, we literally were. <laughs> And that should kind of even even with recliners, we were like, yeah, this shit kind of sucks. Um, but um, the I I had fun because I think Nick and I definitely like we were into it. Also, it was uh, I thought I, I thought I go to pace. It was two hours and like ten minutes. I thought the pace went to by really quick. Like we were in and out of there, in and out of there. And um, I had a fun because it reminded me of what fast computers can be when they're not doing the most or kind of just like saying fuck physics. They're saying that in this movie for mm-hmm. sure. I'm not gonna lie. But it it brings back a lot of things that I like about it. Also, it's a big tie into the fifth one, which is my favorite one of the franchise. Um, and it's a big, big tie to that. Um, also, I think Jason Momoa is a great villain. Uh, Nick said it perfectly. He's kind of like playing the Joker in a way. He's kind of like playing like a very like upbeat, flamboyant Joker. Which I was mm-hmm. kind of like, it's fun seeing Jason Momoa like kind of like have fun and like become a different villain. You know, these movies... Same villain all the time. I want to take over the world. I want to take over the world. I want to destroy the world. Blah blah blah. But he just wants to like destroy Vin Diesel and his family. He wants to destroy all of them, including his son. So it's like he's out for blood. I kind of felt that more with him as a villain compared to like the last few, where I was like, yeah, they're kind of cookie cutter villains. But this I felt was really kind of like done well with him as a villain. Um, I thought the new additions were really good. I do think Brie Larson was kind of underutilized. I think she's a great actress, but. I wanted to see her, may, hopefully, see her more in the next uh, installment. If they, if they do, if this one does well, which I think it will. But uh, I had a fun time with it just because of, again, reminded me what fast could be. Uh, again, as always, a great soundtrack, a lot of new, a lot of new and upcoming artists on it as well, and familiar artists. Um, and also, you know what? There's two big surprises I don't want to spoil for our audiences, but uh, stick around for the mid credit scene for sure because I do feel like. It's worth seeing it. And even Nick and I were like, no way it's going to happen. Like, again, we're not saying much, but for this franchise, it kind of caught us off guard. We we're like, oh, no shit. They are bringing this thing back. Oh, they are doing, doing this way. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it. I think it's just, it's just a fun summer movie. Again, turn your brain off for two and a half hours. This isn't, this isn't A24. This isn't an Oscar franchise at all. But um, it just, it's fun to see this with the crowd. And I do feel like it's it definitely is a return to form for them. I hope they kind of continue this kind of route. They go back to F9 or F or F8. I'm gonna be like, yeah, you kind of lost me again because you have good formula now. Stick with it. But I'm very curious to see how it's gonna do, do box office wise. I think people are kind of checked out of this franchise. I think the last one didn't do too well, even though it came out during a pandemic, high of the pandemic. 
Um, I don't think it's going to do that well. I mean, globally, yeah, I know China eats that shit up and like a lot of the foreign markets, international markets love these kind of like big explosion spectacles. And then these are kind of a selling name overseas. So it'll for sure do good abroad. But domestically, I'm kind of curious because I'm hearing like not so good things about it box office wise and review wise, which is saying, again, Nick and, I, Nick and I had a great time watching this movie. I definitely will see it again if I, if I will. Um, and like I said, it just it brings together some of the best parts of fast in the franchise. Um, and you again, it's, you tr- again, it's a popcorn flick and you, it's a good summer movie to watch with the crowd. So I gave it a eight out of 10 personally. I had a fun time with it. I think it was a big improvement over eight and eight and nine, including, uh, the, the rock, uh, Hobbs and Saw, Hobbs and Shaw spinoff. So if you're, if you're interested in seeing this movie or you're a fast and furious fan, I see seeing it in theaters, see it with the crowd, see it with the opening weekend, because it's a lot of fun, but if not, you watch it at home as a rental, but I, I recommend it seeing if you're if you are a fan of this franchise and you are just down to see kind of like a dumb two and a half two hours fifteen minute turning your brain off movie, it's for you. But I know Joel look at me like I told you after seven I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't coming um, back. I ain't coming uh, back. <laughs> There's nothing you could do to make me go and watch those movies again. No, I, I don't new think... ones. <laughs> uh, but anyway, guys, so. Again, that's out this weekend. Check it out. Don't check it out, by all means. But uh, Jordan, Jordan, I as we, as we told you earlier today, I we love bringing guests on so we can talk so they can talk about a topic they're very personal about or very kind of like want determined to talk about on the show. I know you want to talk about first off upcoming A twenty four movies, but also you want to talk about I think the importance of mental health. I would love for you to like talk. The floor is yours. Like I said earlier, right, right, right. what would right. you like to cover? Um, no, I just wanted to like um, obviously see your guys's like what you guys think about mental health in the men community, because I, 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 like I get experience learning people's point of views and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it helps me as I'm trying to like reach other people with my voice and stuff. So I just wanted to know what you guys think about it. Um, I think men's mental health is starting to, um, come to light more nowadays thankfully to like tiktok and stuff but there are there there's still such a a huge number of people who either just decide to ignore it play ignorant or just call it overall lie you know what i mean um and what could we do to like bring it like the, the to bring awareness well so june is uh men's mental awareness month so you know that's something that we should also you know be celebrating towards that month and let people know and to recognize that uh that's one way two is to you know grab past experiences from either people we know or or you know uh celebrities like ron williams and you know, yeah, uh, Kurt Cobain. Uh, you know who 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 have struggled through it, and you know they and with with men's mental health being on such a decline, you know, on just um, you know, I've I've struggled with it. I still do sometimes. Yeah, same. Me, me, uh, it's yeah. gotten better as a yeah. It's gotten better through you know support. Doug has been a very big help to me. We, through, we don't talk about it though, like many years. We don't talk about it. Like it's like people lose their lives every day to it and it's like all it really would take is for them to feel comfortable and you know like talk about it. But like let's say in a situation where 
uh, you have a girlfriend or something like that. It's like you can't you if if you show any type of emotion that's like that, you're weak or anything like that, you know. And it's just like everybody feels like that. Like I I, I've, I have not met one person that has been like, oh, I'm secure. Like I don't deal with that. Like everybody deals with it, but also some people mm-hmm. aren't that strong. It's like you know they they think right. their only option is suicide, so they don't have to deal with it. You know, and it's just it's sad to me. And that's why I've decided to, you know, do something about it. Like, talk to people, reach out. Like, all it takes sometimes is a simple conversation, yeah. honestly. Like, it's it's sad. I think about it every day, and it just it, it, it breaks me down. Right, yeah. No, you can ask Doug, but I, on my social media, especially Instagram, I share my thoughts on men's mental health as well. Um, even on here, I've talked about it. It's a uh, it's a very important topic to me as well. Um, you know, uh, yeah. luckily I have a great girl in my life who has helped me be more secure talking about it with her as well. Um, really, it's just overall we just have to you know get it out there, have more people understand it's okay. Starting with friends, family, you know, and having them you know not do the same old things of oh boys are just being boys. He'll be okay. Toughen out. It's more like showing that, you know, like we have to, we have to help people understand like, yeah, it's okay, you know, to, to feel this way. You're not weak at all. We have to take that image out, you know, uh, from, you know, being vulnerable, being vulnerable does not mean weakness. And that's the, Mm -hmm. that's the problem. You know, we still have that old stigmatism of, you know, if you're a vulnerable person, you're a weak person and you can't let people in. Like you just got to get up, you know, when boys are growing up, you know, we, we've all had it. Our dads will pick us up, be like, don't cry. You're fine. Can you move your leg? Be tough. Walk it off with girls. It's just like, you know, it's different. So, you know, depending on who their dad is, <laughs> my family, it, it was important for a girl, you know, they got taken care of more a little bit, but for the boys, it was get up, you're fine, keep and moving, that's how it is, you know, and we got to take that out, like, you know, yeah, we, you know, it, it's fine, it's fine to have your kids be tough when it comes to certain things, but, like, we also have to, like, when it comes to the emotions of things, we have to, we have to, we have to explain to them it's okay to to be upset, to cry, right. to whatever. You know, for a lot of men growing up, it's always been don't cry, you're a boy or you're a man, toughen out. So we got to get rid of that stigmatism, a part of, you know, growing up. And that's a hard battle to fight. Like, it took me a very long time to even let people in. So For yeah. me, it was kind of like... I always like because everyone everyone sees me as like the party guy oh like he's like all laughs and giggles like like the like i, I brighten the room I, I make people have a good time and i don't ask for people to ever like ask me how i'm doing or anything like that or whatever but everybody has like their own you know like demons and situations that make them feel depressed or whatever but it, it's not really discussed or whatever but for me it was just taking a constant toll on me over the years like you know like I like I was I'm just battling things and putting on a fake smile for people so that they can have a good time and like I will never stop doing that regardless because that that's just who I am like 
I do find happiness in that, but I mean, I'm not even comfortable. Well, not now I am, but at first, like I, I wasn't comfortable discussing, you know, Hey, I'm not okay. But you know, like it, it's, it's hard. And I don't want anybody to feel like, you know, like not everybody is, is as strong as me. And like, I would, I just, I can't, like, I hate thinking about how people feel inside, you know, like, cause everybody has their own battles and like, some people they they can't like they can't beat the battles, and it's just it it, it makes me mm-hmm. fucking sad because I I, I want to be there for everyone, and that's why I constantly Doug knows I I check up on my people always no matter what like I I check up on my people, hey how are you doing like you want to grab lunch you know like it's just it's important to do that and like yeah everybody says it like all the celebrities say like make sure you check up on your like. But, like, no, like, actually, though, like, you have to take action. You can't just say it because sometimes it can just be mm-hmm. too late. And, like, I I learned that the hard way with one of my friends. And I'll have to, you know, I'll have to bite that and deal with that. But it, it's just important to think about somebody other than yourself. Absolutely, man. And I can, I can speak on this a little bit myself where – I know Nick and as well, you know, a year ago, uh, Nick and I lost one of our best friends. And I remember, I remember giving that call to Nick about, uh, about it, what happened. And it was a weird, cause again, it's like, I, I didn't know how he's going to respond. And I heard through someone that I, someone, some, through someone that are from our dorm freshman year that I hadn't talked to in years. And I remember calling Nick about, I remember calling Nick and I mean, feel that they didn't pick up, but Nick picked up and I was like, Hey man, like, here's what happened. And it was weird because I know that, like, I I always have you know being an AZ. I was always have you know people like you, Jordan. Always have people like Nick, uh, people like that actually care about me in my life, and you know people that I, I share like very fond feelings for. And I know that calling Nick about it when our friend passed away it was like it was weird because part of like a part of I think I can speak for myself, Nick, but I know that I think a part of us kind of died that day because it was like someone who was a big part of our life for you know college, but also outside of college, it was just like it was gone and top of that i was like going through some things at work i wasn't feeling great at work i was feeling kind of just like i was i wasn't doing well financially a year at a time too and it was just like everything all everything hit at once and i know that like i was lucky to have my girlfriend there when it all happened but at the same time it wasn't her job to make me feel better and it wasn't joelle's job wasn't nick's job to make me feel better or my parents but it's hard picking yourself up after something like that happens when you when you experience it firsthand or when you when you experience a loss like that and I think a year later, I'm still kind of like figuring out how to like get past that. It's it's not easier, but it's never going to be as easy because you still always have that like in your, in your mind of like, wow, like that happened. And I do think Jordan, like you said today, is when you don't when you have when you you're right. I think on social media, like people are like oh, if people share like oh, check up on your homies, check up on your friends, you know, call a loved one. People, I think people share that. But how many exactly. of them actually they do that? To feel better and about feel like, themselves and to, and to have other people be like, oh, yeah. wow, like, that's really that's really cool of him. To, like, they're not actually fucking doing it, bro. Like, I'm telling you, living in Arizona, no. and being in, like, the industry and shit, it's the fakest people, like, you will ever meet. Like, seriously, it's, it's, it's fucking sickening, Huge. bro. Like, seriously, it is. It, it's sickening. And for me, I'm kind of, like, alone because, like, I'm the only fucking genuine person bro and there's been countless times where i've done nice things for people and shit and it's like 
with no cameras on behind closed doors, rude, disrespectful, and like, oh yeah, whatever, thank you. Like, you know, it's just, I know now, but I mean, it's it's true colors out here, man. Like, people are not, like, like behind closed doors, they're not like that, bro. They're just not. No, they're not. No, and it shows. And I think someone shows the true colors. And I know, especially that when you're when you're down bad or you just need someone to talk to, where are those people? And you're right, Jordan. You you go. You don't ask for anything in return. You just hey, I'm gonna check on the because I'm a genuine person. But it, it's sad nowadays that people can't reciprocate that that same thing to you because, like you said, people are in it for themselves. Like, oh, this person made me feel better. Great. I, I won't do the same. I won't, I won't do the same thing with this person. It's like, well, that's not, I mean, as society, it's kind of like we're becoming more and more selfish. I do feel like mm. at the end of the day, it's we're becoming we're more selfish, but we're becoming like, hey, what's in it for me? And I know everyone, these, all of you are in the room right now have always took care of me no matter what, whether it's eunuch in college or to this day, you always check up on me, make sure I'm okay. Or it was during COVID, you always make sure that I was okay. Jordan, in college, you always make sure I'm okay. And then even post-college, post you're like, hey, man, let's talk about some things. We'll yeah. come on the podcast like this and talk about it. And, you know, Joel, I know you all my life, dude. Like, you know you know that too. And I, I think that, especially in guys, and I think I, I've talked about a lot, you know, Nick, I'm not going to go into detail, but I know you and I have had, you and I the past, this past year have had long talks about whether we were outside of a, at Harkins or other side at, at, you know, at a, at a parking lot, we had long talks about, Hey, how you doing? I want to talk about what's going on in your head right now. What's going, how's work going? How's this going? Because when you have those long talks, it doesn't matter where you are. You could be at a Chuck E. Cheese for all I care. Having those, having those long talks is important because you kind of feel validated. You kind of, you kind of feel seen. And I mm-hmm. think your point too, Jordan. If you don't have so, if if someone is taking that all that in and not not giving that back to you, it just shows their true character of like, wow, you do not care about me. You're you're in it for you're a yes man. You're in it for like what I'm providing for you. And that's it's that's no way to live because I do feel like it's it's important to important to really have people that show they mean they show that they that you that they value you for who you are and not for what you. Hey man. Get me to this club. Get me to this thing. Is at the end of the day, you know, life is short, and you never know when you, when you, when you, um, when you like need someone. It could be how small, how big, and it's it yeah, goes dude, wonders. That's, that's I one think. thing I learned this past year for sure with family deaths and everything is that you like life is not promised like the next day, and it really hit me hard. I was like, if I die tomorrow, can I honestly say that I was a good person? Like you know, and. Yeah, like I, I sometimes I'm not fucking perfect, bro. Like I'm, I'm really not. I have my mistakes. I have times where I'm selfish, and regardless of all the good things I've done, that's I, I still need to work on myself. You know, like I, I do. There, there's times where I might say something fucked up or do something fucked up or whatever. Like even if it's a retaliation of me being stressed out, I don't like it. It's it's not okay. I know how I was raised, and there's just no excuse. And I, 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 every day, I feel like everybody should strive to be better. And that's what I'm trying to do now because when I go to sleep, I pray now mm-hmm. and all this. It's just like you're not promised tomorrow. So be a good person. You know, Even if people aren't being good to you, I can sleep at night knowing that, okay, I'm good, I'm safe, God has me, knowing that no matter how people treated me, that I was a good person. Yeah, 
Well, absolutely. And, you know, Joe, I think you and I had this conversation, too, about, like, you know, how many times have you, like, have I called you, like, um, you know, I, I think, too, is that I know, I think COVID, especially, I think, especially, like, in, me, in men, especially, I think, well, everyone, but I think in men, too, like, I think COVID was a very, was a very testing time for a lot of people, but I think with guys, it was just, like, a lot of reflecting. I know I speak for myself, for sure. But no, uh, I think a lot. There he is. Sorry, um, I'm. I'm just. I just had to throw it in there. Not me. I. I hate people, and I like being by myself a lot. So, so COVID was horrible for a lot yeah, of people. But for me, I was like, I already know what the fuck I'm going through, and and I'll god deal with people. Cool. Like, you look at this. Like, no, yeah. yeah. Once you know, like. It, it's like this how i explain it to people it's like i used to always smoke with other people but now i prefer to smoke <laughs> on my own like i'd rather someone says some dumb shit like okay this is why i smoke by myself <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's also like it's you know like i've dealt with like i've dealt with depression anxiety like all that since like a very young age you know uh, I had like, you know, my family is is very dysfunctional. We've gotten better as we've gotten older, and you know, separated more from each other. But you know, my family is very dysfunctional. We've gone through a lot, um, and so I did as well. Especially going to school because I was a weird kid. So you know, like you know, Doug thinks the world of me, which I I love, thorough, which I truly do love because he's my longest friend 20 plus years but like growing up like you know people in my own grade and just throughout my life people thought i was weird and just you know a lot of made fun of and a lot of like a lot of shittiness through life so like i've dealt with depression i've done several suicide attempts like i've been through it like a lot <laughs> you know i i've been you know for me growing up like suicide was better in my mind but you know i had people that you know, if I did do it, or if I did succeed, I would hurt. Um, you know, and, and you know, after after a lot of after several failed attempts, and you know, finally dealing with some of the family issues and a little bit of my trauma, and just going through a self reflect way before COVID. Um, I got comfortable, you know, I still deal with these issues, you know, I haven't tried tempting in quite a long time, but, uh, you know, I still deal with these issues and, you know, um, but, uh, it, 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 in a way it's like that those audios are like the people say, like, I'm basically friends with my demons. Like I know they're there. I'm not going to ignore them. They don't scare me anymore. You know, they're, they don't give me solutions either. But it, I became comfortable with who I am and the, the, the issues I have. And eventually I'm going to, as time goes on, tackle those traumas and those issues and mental issues I have. And, you know, when they're difficult, I'll call like Doug or my girl or, you know, my mom. Because, you know, everyone that, that there's a thing is that everyone has someone to call, even when you feel like you don't like there's always someone to call, 
You know what I mean? You just got to find that person that you can be comfortable with where you're vulnerable, even if y'all don't talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't talk about the topic that's that's hurting you, that 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 you're just hurting, like, you know, sometimes I like I've talked to Doug or I, I like, you know, I've told him, like, I'm just not good. Don't want to talk about it. he'll hop on a game with me and we'll bullshit that's for like good. like an hour or two you know, on some video game, just talking. So that's just how, but that's just how I am. I'm very comfortable with my demons and friends with them. And I'm comfortable with myself, you know? That's your biggest enemy, hey, yourself. Man, bro. I mean, like, the end uh, of the it was like two months ago. Uh, I got off work. I, I, I left work early. I, wasn't, I just wasn't feeling right mentally. And then I came home, and for some reason... I decided to try to kill myself or whatever, and I, I text my parents. Um, I didn't get the response that I was really, you know, looking for. I'm not going to speak too much on it, but uh, my parents are strict, and it just didn't go the way I wanted it to go, which pushed me further or whatever. Um, uh, the cops came, and it was, like, this big thing or whatever, and I went to work, like, a couple days after or whatever and like everyone just started treating me different and shit you know it's like everyone that that was like up my ass on my dick they're like looking at me like weird and shit now and it's just like that, that like, that's what like when, you, when you're at your lowest is when you see you know like who really cares about you and stuff like that once i saw that i was like i was like mm-hmm. wow i was like damn like it was it was literally that bad i was like wow like like, I, I had nobody. Like, the people at work that were, like, best friends, co-workers, like, I'll, I'll always be there for you, bro. What the fuck you need, bro? I love you, bro. Like, gone. Like, gone. Absolutely gone. Like, and at first, I, like, I cried about it for a couple of days. It's like, I'm a good guy, and I, I didn't expect that. Like, I like to think the best of people. I, I like to think the world's all perfect when it's fucking shit. And like I, it, it took me, it took a while to settle in, and I was just like, "Damn!" Like everything I do for these fucking people, and like Doug, you know, I do a lot for fucking people. Like I, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like it was like sure it was do. like unreal, and I was just like, "Damn!" And then ever since then, like I don't, I don't trust anybody at work. I go to work, I do my job, and like that's that. I don't, I don't need to have a conversation with these people. I go to work to work. Understand like. That's that. Like, we're not friends no matter now that, oh, hey, hey, like, no, like, no, bro. My life was on the line and I needed you most. And you weren't there. Like, that hurts me so much because I'm such a fucking loving person. Like, that, it broke me. It broke me. So I don't talk to anybody at work. I do my fucking job and that's that. But it just goes to show. Keep your circle really fucking small and like seriously because I know fucking hundreds, thousands of people, not one of them. Like you know how insane that is? Like not one. And that was my wake up call, man. Um, I mean, I'm I'm still gonna strive to be a good person and not like these fucking people, but that 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 shit scared the fuck out of me. I was like, like you know how in movies where they, where they, where they say that shit, like it's real. And, like, that was my first experience with it. So I was just like, damn. Yeah, you see a lot. No, absolutely. It's 
when push comes to shove or when it comes down to the line, it shows what people are going to be there for you. And I know that, especially, you know, when you're, when you're young and, you know, Jordan, you, I, I would agree with what you said. Like, dude, you take, care, you take care of a lot of people. You do a lot for people and you do a lot for people without asking for anything in return. I think it's very admirable about you. Um, and if someone, if they can give you a moment of their time to make sure you're okay, then those people are not meant to be in your life whatsoever at all. And that just shows like kind of people like people are out there are, are people like that all the time. They're takers. I know like I think everyone in this room can everyone in this call in this pod episode can talk about, you know, there's people that just take people that just take and there's nothing in return and they're okay with that and there's no remorse whatsoever. But I think it comes to a point and I, and I think you realize it too, is that you know what? I don't need these people in my life. It's time to cut them off. Yeah, I know cut off is very kind of like I guess like no young thing to say, but when you cut people out of your life, it that that really don't mean to you. They're kind of like dead weight. It, I think it improves you as a person, but I think it also improves your mental health. And I think it also kind of remembers, like, you know what, there are good people out there. It might take a while, or it might kind of like, you might, you might have to like search for them a little bit longer, but there are good people that do want to be around you and care about you and care for you. And no matter what you're going through, no matter what it is, there are people that really do care about you and like want to be there for you. And it might not seem like it at, at, at all, but I, I know from experience myself too, and you know, talking to people, it's just it's it takes a while, but there are people there that do care and that will help you out. Might got I have to go through some assholes, through some assholes and some, you know, that some jerks that don't that don't uh, you know don't care about you. But you know, it's 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 when you find those people that really do emphasize you for who you are and care about for who you are, it go it it. Those wonders, yeah, if you ask me. Fuck. How's everybody doing today, though? <laughs> man, I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. Man, it's it's a good day to be alive. I think I, I would say it's a good day. Good people. I'll be on this episode. Just having talking to people like like this is just having a conversation. I think it's just, it's it's good. It's good to have this. Oh no, I know. I think I know. <laughs> Uh, I know. I, I'm <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'm good. But, Mr. Movie Expert as well, Jordan, what movies are exciting are coming out to excite you that you want to talk about? Like, what are things on your on your radar that you're like hyped to go see, Ooh, hyped to watch this summer, talk about, or anything uh, upcoming? What are we talking about? The one that's coming out with the um, what is it? Let me see. Let me look at my notes. Right, right. I'm really That's excited for that one because the trailer about. has me fucking hyped. Mm-hmm. Like, she's she uh she had like a what was it? She grew up with this um <laughs> this uh this Asian kid her whole life. They're pretty much like best friends, and then she moves away, uh meets meets a guy, marries him. They're married happily or whatever, and then she confesses to her husband that she keeps thinking about uh, her childhood uh, best friend or whatever, and then they meet up. And it's just like, oh, my, I can't wait to see how it unravels. Like, I wonder if they're going to, like, rekindle and, like, turn it into, like, a, a relationship. Like, it, it, it seems like it could go that way because it just seems so fucking perfect in the trailer. Like, you know, they haven't seen each other in years. And she's grown up. He's grown up. So I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm really fucking excited for that.
Yeah, you put me, you put me on that radar. I, I, I want to watch that when it comes out. I think come out in June. I want that's coming out really soon. Um, no, I can't wait. I can't wait for that. Uh, Nick, what are what are you looking forward to the most this summer? Hmm. Dang, the most. Uh, I would say definitely Mission Impossible: Dead mm. Reckoning. Um, it's between that and Oppenheimer, honestly. Oof. Yeah, two two IMAX features I'm hearing, huh? <laughs> I know, dude. Like, <laughs> like lately, I've just been falling in love with um with IMAX and everything. Just how it 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 changes the visuals in in such a way, man. It, it makes a movie watching experience for me um just a lot better. But no, like Mission Impossible, because I've been watching those movies since I was a little kid. <laughs> yeah, likewise. I thought I just heard thunder for a second. My bad. <laughs> a little rumbling upstairs. What's my roommate doing up there? But no, yeah, because like the um the first uh, Mission Impossible movie, like I saw that when I was a little kid, and then uh like my older brother I think had the second one, so I watched that, and then the third one was the first one I had seen, not in theaters, but um my mom took it took me to see it at the drive-in, and like for years, bro, like no Mission Impossible movie topped three. Like three to this day, it's my favorite. But I think Fallout is technically the best. But man, oh my gosh! And then like four was cool. I like like four was a lot of fun. Five for me, it had it had my favorite stunt where he's on the airplane. But like something about it, it just it just didn't quite click for me. I think at the end, but then fallout like i was like holy shit this movie's next level bro so like dead reckoning part one man i am super excited for that yeah dude i i can't i i'm with you man i i mission impossible is gonna be fire and i like that uh tom cruise is doing more imax more full imax in his movies like he did with uh Mm -hmm. top gun and i think that he knows how to like get the good action get the people in and um, like the good authentic action because of yes. how like focused he is on doing all of these stunts for real man and just perfecting the craft like bro it's like i'm for real man um i was i was telling my girl the other day and we were like we like we will hang out like a couple times a week and we're like okay like on this day like you get to pick the movies and then like on this day like i get to pick the movies because we kept having little like discrepancies about it so like since Saturday, I'm going over there and like I'm gonna. I told her like we're we're gonna start watching all of those uh, Mission Impossible movies because we gotta see it. We gotta see a uh, part seven in IMAX. You know, back. She was she wasn't too thrilled about that. But should I, <laughs> should, should I, should I, should I IMAX person even after seeing Spider Man with me and Z? <laughs> no, she's she's not like a Mission Impossible person uh, like that. Enough, she's like enough. she's like dang, she's we gotta watch all movie person. Yeah, she's like she's like dang, like, we gotta watch all the movies. I was like, yo. Oh, all of them, man. I'm about Even to take it through Wolf. all of the franchises, man. Yeah, you got you got to watch <laughs> the John Woo one, man. Before, like, oh, like the man. John Woo one, like it was it was good. It was just like I was. It wasn't the right director, man. Like it's kind of like Iron Man three for me. Like it's not a bad movie, but I don't think Shane Black should have directed it. It's, it's kind of oh, like no. that. Like a good franchise, good director, but it's just their styles are just too different. Yeah, that's no. Yeah, that's it. It would be it, like getting Scorsese to direct like a an Avengers movie or something. Like, okay, <laughs> interesting idea, I guess. But it's like, it just it doesn't mesh like that. <laughs> it's not cinematic. 
Uh, <laughs> um, um, I to be, I I'm upon permission impossible for sure. I I loved Fallout. You're right. I didn't like Ro- I didn't like the fifth one at all. I didn't. I think Rogue Nation was just kind of me. I was like, eh, it was fine. Just kind of like it didn't do anything for me. And I love Ghost Protocol. I love the fourth one when he's on the fucking was it uh, the Burj Khalifa. Of the, with oh the my gosh! The yeah. <laughs> that's that was insane, man. And that's one movie I regret not seeing IMAX because they shot the entire scene in IMAX with the cameras and everything. And I, oh, that would I would that would have been cool just to see that. The only, only scene that they shot that in IMAX was that was that scene where he's on the Burj Khalifa when he's climbing up the the tower. And I would have just mm. fucking loved to see that IMAX. Um, so yeah, Mission Impossible for me, and I'm. You know, I fast fast was on my list for sure. Um, I think I'd go right now. Top two would probably either be definitely mission. Damn, it might be a tie between either Flash or you know. I'm not gonna lie. I'm pumped for Barbie too. I'm not gonna front. Barbie looks pretty damn good if you ask me. Um, <laughs> like it looks I, funny. I guess I'm saying. I, I think I just because I wasn't like really part of the the Barbie community. I guess growing up, so I think like. I'm a bit like disconnected from it. Oh, like it looks funny, and it's got a star-studded cast, like for sure. And I, I like the cast, but I don't know. I just, I saw the trailer looked funny, and um, that's kind of it for me, I guess. <laughs> I was in a community either, but you know who was Mr. Joel Kendall, and right, Joe? <laughs> I was just about no, to say it wasn't was it. Joe, was it? Shut the fuck up. No, it wasn't. Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe's more of a Ken guy. Sorry, my bad. Um, hey, yeah. explain yourself, Joe. What's up? <laughs> you know, just plastic shirtless men. That's my go-to. While I'm Doesn't hurt you, man. Anyways, we all got seriously. our things. about. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> seriously, uh, no, uh, I never given a fuck about the Barbie movies. I heard about it. Like Doug told me about it excitedly because he was like Ryan mm-hmm. Gosling and this and Truman now, Show. Like, uh, it's supposed to be it's supposed Truman to be uh um, you saw Truman, Truman show oh, you, said, right? you said the Truman show yeah, yeah it'll be Truman oh, show the Truman show it's supposed Truman to be show. like the Truman show okay I, I still was iffy I, I miss, about it but I, I misheard you Doug I thought you said Mitchell Moose so I'm like the dude from that Hannah Montana show he could I, be I was too. like is he, he in it too I was like, interesting. I might hey, have to check he's it still, out. He's still acting. He's still hey, acting. Like, hey, man. hey, man, get that paycheck. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, bag, yeah, bro. no, I watched the trailer. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. I'll watch the movie. And still, it's like, it, it seems funny. Ryan Gosling yeah. definitely going to be carrying heavily. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but overall, if we're going to talk about the movies that I'm anticipating for this summer, it's man there's several of them mm-hmm. uh the flash is definitely one of them oppenheimer as well dune as well oh yeah um oh man dune yeah dune 2 coming out faster than i thought i would thankfully um i'm gonna add dune see. 2 to my list as well y'all just for the record yeah, as you should yeah definitely add that man dune 2 looks good uh, Meg two. No, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 that, that, that movie can die in a fucking Dude, I, I, fire. I went hell. to. 
I saw the first one through at a, at an ASU event that our professor was hosting. I walked in twenty minutes in. I was like, I'm going home. I just left. I never came back. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, I'm going home. But I, look, my my professor was in the front row, like, row behind me too. And I was like, twenty minutes in, I was like, I gotta go home. I just left. It was like ASU. It was like an ASU film event too. I was like, I'm out. I, I should get my backpack. I said, I'm out of here. I went back to my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so definitely Dang. not that uh if i was going to add <sighs> okay there's gonna be three more which is the little mermaid yeah. uh that one's gonna get a lot that one's already getting a lot of backlash for having a black actress play ariel you know which is mm-hmm. dumb uh so i'm gonna go to supporter uh again d- uh, i'm I love, you know, kid movies like, you know, the animated ones. Not really. I don't really give a fuck about the live action ones. Doug know how it feels about that. But uh, this one looks good. They picked the right person to play Ariel. So definitely going to go see it. Um, Probably with my nieces or something if they haven't seen it by the time I'm back uh, in Chicago and I have the money to take them. Uh, Ninja Turtles. I'm always a big oh, fan. Please, of for love God, I, please be good. Hopefully, it's good. <laughs> please be good, dude. Good. The last anime movie, uh, fire, bro. Oh, please be good, dude. Fire. Um, this one seems like they're getting back on track to how it was, just a little bit more modern. So again, there's a, you know, I just what is it? Don't they have like? Or am I tweaking? Is that a different thing? They have braces, don't they? I think one I does give something. I think one which does, which is dumb. I get the whole teenage thing, but I'm still gonna give it a try because I do love Ninja Turtles. I also do love turtles. I have three. I own them. Fucking love them. They don't love me. They only care about food. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, except Don, I I think she loves me because she does watch TV with me and play, watches me play video games. But anyways, uh, and then Indiana Jones. Dude, oh, uh, yeah. oh man, it, it, okay, that was mine too. I'm that's my list. So for me, it's Mission Impossible, Indiana Jones, and then Oppenheimer because Indiana Jones, Jones, it runs in the family. Um, <laughs> uh, Jones, uh, I would have said Blue Beetle, but they showed nah, too I much already. Too, bro, but... They showed too much already. Which James like Dunn the was... first trailer, they showed the way shit. too much. I'm just pretty looks, sure they showed okay. the whole movie. At, it it looks for me personally, who knows Blue Beetle, who knows DC, like you, Nick, you know me. I love Blue. I love. I don't love Blue Beetle. I don't give a fuck about Blue Beetle. But I love DC, and to, to have a Hispanic hero <laughs> finally, yeah, yeah. sadly, yeah. way overdue. Need a lot more of them. Um, you know, especially you know different Hispanics. Like, Cuban, Puerto Rican, Dominican. Here's what, uh, but, but, but Blue Beetle, sorry, I cut you off. Blue Beetle, I, what I'm worried about too is that it's it's the thing again where I'm concerned where it's it's a first time writer and director where I'm like, oh no, like I don't, I, I mean, mm. I guess because it's a, it's not, it's not like it an A-list character. It like ugh. it's going to take us notes out of Deadpool and use a lot of pop culture yeah. references 
especially yeah, since he's a teen. And they already did one of the a major reveal of one of the pop culture references, which is uh, from Berserk. You know the real big sword he has. That's from a an anime slash manga. Yeah, the, the giant sword, sword yeah. that he he creates. Yeah, that's that's Guts's giant sword. So people are already saying like mm. that's Guts' sword. So they already did one pop culture reference. Oh boy! Yeah, I, like on, so on I one think, hand, I'm excited for it because I. I like the character Blue Beetle, like from the comics and from um, when he was on that that show Young Justice not too long ago. Like, he was a really interesting character to me, and like I heard they were making he the movie, so that was character. that was dope. And like George Lopez was going to be in it, and I was excited for yeah. that just because I, I like George Lopez. I grew up watching the <laughs> the, uh, the sitcom, but the trailer I was just like I don't know. Like it seems it seems kind of too. Light, I guess, and like I get that it, because it's way you gotta, too, yeah, yeah, like you, you gotta, you gotta make it so that the the family can see it. But I'm still like, I don't know, <laughs> like you know, growing up and like when they did the Dark Knight, they didn't make the Dark Knight specifically so like the whole family could see it. It was just like this is the story I want to tell, and it's PG-13, so take your kids if you want to, kind of thing. My, and same with like Spider-Man, my, Superman movies, and things like that. So it's like I don't know, man. Like making everything family friendly is just kind of turning me off. Yeah, my issues with with the DC movies is that they focus way too much on the hero aspect and not the person aspect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I saw the Batman movie with um, oh fuck, I always forget names. I'm shit names. Doug's can you help me here? The newest Batman movie, Pattinson. That's yeah, Robert idea. Pattinson. That was really mm-hmm. good. People are like, that was super dark and like. <laughs> real gritty and i was like darker than you know it's dark compared to what they've shown us it's not really super dark to how dc can really get i was like that's just like a tipping your big toe into the water of it <laughs> you know what i mean like you like when doug asked me he was like oh what'd you think about it because you know i love batman i love batman to death i was like it was dark could have been way worse <laughs> you know it was like yeah. it's like but also it's like they, they what i really liked about that is that they touched on batman as a person but when it comes to a lot of these other dc movies they don't touch on the people they just keep it light. They keep it jokes with like Shazam, and uh, I, I can guarantee you with the Flash. But that's that's the Flash's character. He's 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 very comedic. He's very witty. But it's like my whole concern is like, are they going to get dark enough? Are they going to go to the point of showing that loss, showing that pain, showing the, how? difficult it was for the flash because with the flash's character he, he's a comedian he's very funny you know like not a literal comedian but he he's a funny character is that the flash holds you know the power to run to the past and doesn't do it you know and shows it, it's how can i say this they gotta touch on the people they gotta show that darkness not just through these villains but through the heroes themselves difficulties that they go through the the mental health issues that they that they struggle with the the pain that they they have to keep being these heroes you know what i mean the, the the constant people that they couldn't save personal people that they couldn't save other heroes that they couldn't save i don't want to keep 
watching another <laughs> fucking I'm rip done. off Deadpool. The <laughs> <laughs> rip off Deadpool. Because yeah. way too many hero movies are just comedy, 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 comedy. It's like, bro, fucking we get jokes. Huh? They're not they're not all jokes. We don't need any more just witty, funny heroes anymore. Like, we're losing these heroes. No one wants to see these fucking movies because they all seen it before. Pop culture references, comedy, some fighting. There we go. There's no expanding on the character. A little bit of the backstory, but other than that, nothing really. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'll give it that. I mean, it, it, I, I'll say this, that it was filmed in IMAX, which is pretty cool. I mean, I'll give it that. They shot it for IMAX, so I'll, yeah. I'll give I'll give them that. But at the same time, <laughs> as I always say on the show, is that it's a waste of your director, money to go to an IMAX movie and fucking hate it. <laughs> I've seen some, sh- I've seen, honestly, I'm lucky. I've seen some more good than bad in IMAX. Mine yeah. is Bo's afraid. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> God, um, but at the same time, uh, I just—I think also it's coming out. It's coming out at the end of August. That's a very weird time to put a big blockbuster, a new character at the end of August, where like no one's kind of seeing movies. It's a really slump month for entertainment and you know TV shows think, and movies. I think people are going to do that because that, honestly, August is a good month. September, that's uh, uh, the start for a lot of kids going to school. And, you know, so, you know, everyone's coming back from vacation and the kids probably still have energy and they want to do something and fucking take them and go see an action hero movie where they can just be like, oh, you know, the explosions and everything. And, yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think, yeah, that for sure. But at the same time, I mean, Joe, how many times we go to the movies in, when school was back in August and we went there and there was like no one there but us. We saw like three movies in a day. <laughs> Well, yeah, that was back in the day. <laughs> that was back in the day. But also, me and you just went to movies constantly, like a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like nowadays, you know, as things are, I think that'll pull a lot of attention. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be an interesting summer. I, I do think that. To me, I mean, compared to last year, I feel like this is a summer packed of movies back to back to back, which is nice. <laughs> I think that. That for sure, <laughs> my brings like, yeah, it's just it's like, is it gonna be a lot of good movies or is it gonna be some good movies? A lot, just and, and well, shit movies. I'll, I'll, contra- I'll contradict with this. Yes, it could, they could be shit, they could be bad, but at the same time, I think this is a very good thing for our theaters because this is what we need. Because if we can, if we can show that, I mean, no, the writer strike going on right now, I no, and we're, and we're all supportive of that. However, I do think this is going to be good because if, if these movies do well, even if they're shit, if the movies do well, both domestically and internationally, that's a good sign for the box office for the theaters because they need a win. Because last summer was kind of a slump. They had, we had like three big, we had like Bullet Train, Thor Love and Thunder, Nope, and Top, Top Gun for sure, and maybe Doctor Strange. But last year was a very kind of like, last year was kind of a slow thing for movies that like, it was kind of like they kind of came and went. This year, I'm hoping that. With, with more things coming out more frequently, kind of was you know pre-COVID, that it will give people co- chance to come back to the theaters, more screenings for us to go to, more things for us to like kind of like review and critic. So I think that if they do again, good or bad, just having they're bad or good, 
if they do well financially, they do well performance wise, that's a win for us because then we can see more things theatrically and we'll see more, hopefully more original stuff like um, like more 24 movies in the, in, in the theaters. I think it's very important because remember those movies don't get enough credit. They do when it comes out to, uh, you know, um, like come out in theaters. I mean, again, I'm hoping past lives do really well. Again, the trailer had me hooked like, like Jordan showed when Jordan showed me it. I'm hoping that those kind of like uh, everything everywhere all at once where the word of mouth is very good. So more people can come, come out and see it. And it stays in theater, stays in the theaters longer, longer, and they don't get pulled HBO, right away to be on like HBO. VOD or pay per view, whatever. So I'm hoping. No, I'm saying like usually like yeah, like oh, it is HBO. Some like streaming platform usually picks it up. Yeah, quick, quicker than usual, and that to me, I'm hoping that the streaming. I mean, I know we had a bit of. A, I mean, a lot of them had a. Kind of your your uh, not great financial quarters, but I'm kind of hoping that that they they give they give the time to marinate in the theaters. They give like um, past lives. They give uh, you know small movies like this like more time to marinate because then you have more options to see. Because if you if you put out if you have that in theaters and you pull it out too quick, everyone's everyone's already seen you know the Flash and uh, uh, Oppenheimer and Barbie and Mission Impossible. So. I think that having the big movies out there, great, but it also helps the smaller movies. It also helps like the the A twenty fours, the lower Fox Searchlight, the smaller budget movies. Because okay, I already saw this movie, great. I'm going to see Past Lives. I'm going to see this movie. I'm going to see Asteroid City, which I'm hoping that those kind of generate but word of mouth. Because again, it helps the theaters out. It helps everyone wins in the end. But who knows? You're right, Joe. I hope they're good. If not. I don't want a bad summer of movies. <laughs> of shitty movies. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, I want, yeah, that's very important. Uh, shitty movies. Also, I want to expand on the whole hero thing. Uh, character expansion. That uh, Chris Hemsworth said he won't do another Thor movie unless they... Unless they work on his character. No, exactly. Even Chris Hem Chris Hemsworth was like, I don't want to do another movie as Thor unless we no. no, I think he's a good Thor. The problem was the writing all in total, especially Thor Love and Thunder. You know what I mean? Because I watched it, but it's like it's not the Thor we all know and love. You know what I mean? They 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 made him too light. And I feel like if they revise his character to make him to truly go into the, a lot of the things that the comic book Thor has gone through, like and how dark his character, like a lot of the darkness that his character has gone through, like I think that would be yeah, a lot I like, better. I mean, I'm strictly like psychological to those. Like I don't. I mean, like I like yeah. like DC. I'm not watching a single fucking DC movie. Like you got me fucked up. I, I'm just. It's, psychological feathers like i don't i'm not gonna invite a girl over and be like yo let's turn on fucking thor like i'm not doing that even i mean even by myself though i, I like movies that like tickle my brain nah, not thor. like a movie i can like at the end be like oh shit i'm not gonna get that watching somebody with a fucking hammer I mean, I'm not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, Jordan. 
If you want a movie like that, I would. There's there's this Ethan Hawke movie. It's called Predestination, and it's um it's not like it's kind of psychological. It's more like time travel, but the way they do it, like they've done it in a way that no other movie I've seen has done time travel. You know what I mean? So I would I would definitely recommend it. It's solid. Oh bro. shit, that, that is a good movie. Predestination, oh, dude. That's, that's my shit, man. I was the crazy thing is, man. Like I was I was watching it. Um, I was watching it with my mom actually. And I had already seen it at this point, but my mom guessed the twist like 15 minutes into the movie. And she's like, not like really, really a movie person like that. Like she likes movies, but I was like, I was like, how the fuck did you do that? Because like, I didn't believe it until like the twist was like revealed. So I was like, how did you get that? Like 15 minutes in, but no, it's, it's great, man. It's, it's an amazing movie. I've done the same thing so many times. You can ask Oh yeah! I'm like, God I, I damn it, like, <laughs> 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 like, you smart fuck. <laughs> like, how do you do that? But fellas, with that being said, it is bedtime. I gotta be at work early in the morning, so I'm about to just pour me a little red wine, take a nice little bubble bath, and softly and slowly hit the sack. You feel me? <laughs> that does sound like softly and slowly hitting the sack. Like, <laughs> it sounded like you had some other plans right before you get right. to go to bed. I'm trying to hop off real quick before she gets here. <laughs> yeah. That's trying to go to bed it. extra late tonight. You hear me? Okay, wait, before, before you go, as always, What's give up? us your give us your one and ones for the week. Yes, my one-on-ones. So, for the television show, this is a show from when I was like a little, little kid. I was like maybe like six or seven or something like that. It's a show called Mutant X. Um, It's kind of like the X-Men, but I think all of the quote-unquote mutants were actually made in in a lab. It was like people that had been experimented on. And so there's a group of kind of mutant freedom fighters and it's a really small group, but each of them has like one singular power. But the the powers were actually pretty cool, and they're fighting this government organization that more or less created mutants because they're trying to take over the world or something like that. So that's that's the show. The film is uh, another film from when I was a kid. It came out, I believe, two thousand and eight. It was called Stan Lee Presents the Condor, and it was about a. Um, it was like a teenager who's really into like skating and stuff like that and something something his his parents got killed and the people that killed his parents like attacked him and they basically just shattered his legs so he couldn't walk he couldn't skate anymore but he found like technology that his parents were working on and it was kind of it was a little bit like no it, it actually it was a leg brace so it allowed him to walk and um but he made like a it was like a, a a superhero suit out of it and he was going by the condor and he had like this really cool high-tech skateboard it was an animated movie and it was cool but the inter- interesting thing about that was is um like it was it was a character created by Stan Lee but it's not Marvel I don't remember the name of the uh, the um the production company that that put it out though but it was like a lesser known more independent company but uh Actually, wait, here it is. Oh, yeah. So the production companies were actually Film Roman Productions, IDT Entertainment, and Manga Entertainment. And Stanley had worked with them on another film called Mosaic. Um, I haven't seen that one yet, but I think it came out around the 2007, maybe 2008 era. But yeah. So I would definitely recommend both of those. Yeah, I just wrote that. I'm going to my list right now, actually. You, you, you are a good salesman, my friend. 
<laughs> I got you, bro. I got you. Say less. All right. All right, Nick. Well, wait, wait. Also, before you go to, before you pop off, where can the, our viewers find you? So you can find me at on Instagram, Donning Vision, and on YouTube, same thing, Donning Vision. Uh, we also have a podcast. You can find that anywhere you can listen to podcasts or everywhere you can listen to podcasts, rather. But yeah, so uh, YouTube at Donning Vision, Instagram at Donning Vision, and everywhere you can find podcasts, everybody. All right, brother. Well, yes, as always, yes, man, yes. thank you for being pleasure, pleasure the legendary co host that you also, are. Bro. And we will see you really next time, my friend. Point you made today. Oh. It's nice to listen to you talk, bro. You're good at this shit. <laughs> he really thank is. You, I appreciate that. It was good. Yeah, he's the, too, man. And he's the best mic. And he's the best bro. mic, too. Oh, I love us. Oh, thank you. <laughs> 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 thank you y'all appreciate that i appreciate that but company's bro. almost over so i'm gonna have to talk to y'all later later brother love you bro right, later, man. thank you man what appreciate y'all love you guys peace yeah. you, know, you, 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 you know i'm seeing bo was afraid yet i was chance? supposed to but then like i fucking fell asleep i got too drunk fuck bro i keep hearing about the fucking attic scene better choice <laughs> It's a oh my god! They're like what, bro? I I saw that a script. Yeah, I, I tried to explain what that is at that screening. We had people like either laughing at that. People were like, "What the fuck?" Like literally, they were like, "The room was divided." I <laughs> heard people like laugh and clap. Then I heard people saying, "Ew, what the fuck?" And I was like, "Oh, it's one, it's one, it's one of, it's one of those." And <laughs> dude, it was like the person, the person in front of me was like. Shaking his head, shaking their head, like, nope, I'm done. This, this is where I clock out. And I was like trying to explain what it is. And I was like, I think I was talking to my parents about this. My parents were like, well, so what did you see the other day? I was like, oh, we called Bo's Afraid. They're like, I never heard of it. I tried to explain to them what it is. I told them the yeah, attic scene. Like, and my mom started like laughing. That, she like, goes, the what the fuck did you people? watch? I don't know. <laughs> great, great, director. yeah, great director. If but that, I mean, if, if that specific thing does it for you. Yeah, I gotta watch Hereditary now. I only, I'm only seeing Midsummer, oh, and I'm only seeing uh, what's the what's the short film, the Johnsons thing about, thing about the Johnsons. Jesus, Christ. no, like, we're not. We're already did weeks ago, and never again, never again, <laughs> never again, never. No, oh, hell no, God. never again, never again. Yeah, Absolutely is, not. What are you talking about? Oh, bro, no, 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 what is, no, no. Is that what it's called? The strange thing about <laughs> the Johnsons. Change things about the job. Oh, remember Joe? We, Joe, remember we had when we were talking about a few weeks ago on the show about a guy who did Midsummer Hereditary. I remember I told you that Nick showed to me in college. He goes, "Hey, bro, watch this movie tonight." I went back to my it's dorm so and I watched it. I said, "Nick, bro, what the fuck you make me watch?" <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, fuck! I just realized what you're talking about. That yeah, dude. Fucking Dude, no, fuck. And that. also, I'm not watching. Nick, yeah, Nick's last yeah, name is Johnson, bro. I was like, I am never looking at the same ever again. <laughs> I said, Dude, fuck that shit. That. that shit. That people are weird. There's gonna be look. Don't get me wrong. Creativity is all fun and games. It's all nice. If you want to expand into certain areas, that's fine. Whatever the fuck you were thinking about making that movie, it's not a good movie. 
It's not interesting. That nigga it's not was, nothing. It's just no, he was gross. writing that shit it's like fucking hmm, this gross. Is, this, this is nice. Like, like that's not. Yeah, let, 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 let's make a movie about a fucking son raping his dad. Oh, on top of that, let's make them African American. They haven't seen this shit before. Like, bro, what? When I watched that in college, the two comments, the first two comments were, someone should put this on BET. And I said, no, 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 they should not. No, they should not. No, they should not. No, they should not. I said, no, they should not. And then second, second oh one said, God. I'm watching this with my dad on Father's Day. I said, oh my God. <laughs> I said, I, he goes, you get this song if you watch this, your father. Absolutely Dude, not. I, I watched a, a movie with my dad and my sister one time. I forget what it was. I think it was like something cabin um, where this woman and her and her husband go back to like where she grew up and like a lot of dark shit happens to where the like her ex-boyfriend and his group of friends start harassing them and attacking them and you know the husband starts killing them off one by one it was a fucking great movie but it was like it was also a movie where you just like rather not have my dad and my sister here like i thought it was like gonna be like more action than what they gave like what they gave us but i was like definitely don't want my brother my dad my sister here like, i'd rather oh, watch God. this with friends yeah. and with especially the rape scenes that's what made it awkward because there are rape scenes in there and you're just sitting there with your family and just like no matter how old i get rather not watch these things with my family. <laughs> it's oh, just yeah, weird. No, it's no, awkward. Yeah, no. It gives you that awkward atmosphere. You you've had those struggles too, Doug. Yeah. Where you taking your fan where you taking like your dad or you you know to Oh yeah. Uh, you're just like, oh God. <laughs> I I remember what did I see with my no, I'm trying to think I remember my parents one time I came home one time they trying to watch Wolf of Wall Street. I said, I'm going to back my friend's house. Nope. I said, Nope. <laughs> I said, I walked out of there. I said, Joel, bro, what you want today? I met with you somewhere downtown. And I said, Nope, I'm not I am not doing this. Um I, what the one too. That also oh oh it was um uh, was that one uh it's that movie Joe we like we saw it in high school, uh Joseph Gordon Levitt. Uh oh, he's like the oh, porn oh, addiction. Oh, Fuck me! Yes, nice. Yes, Jordan. Yeah, yes, Don, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. Nice call. That's exactly what it was. And I remember, like, <laughs> no, good for you, man. I had a fucking. We, we I, saw we, it too. It's just been years since we talked about. So it. That movie, yeah, a movie to me was. I a movie to me is very. It's a very well directed movie for him. But I remember my parents, my mom was like, "You want to see this movie?" And I was like, "Nope." I was like, "Mom, I love you." I was like, we are not seeing this. She goes, it's starting in ten minutes. I said, nope, nope. We're, we're gonna see the minions, bro. Like, we're, we're not, see- we're not seeing this. Like, I said, absolutely not. But yeah, no, that's <laughs> God, dude. But oh man, I haven't, I haven't had that experience in a while with my parents. Like, oh, yeah, we'll just move in. That this things happen. But yeah, Don John and Wolf of Wall Street. I was like, oh, two. I was like, I need, to, I need to leave this house right now or go to a different movie theater because I cannot see this with my parents. <laughs> absolutely not. Absolutely. That's a, a no for me. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> exactly. Dude, that's... <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Man. Certain movie like things where you just 
Okay, yeah, let's go see it. But if you see it before, like you're just like, all right, save myself. Like we're not watching this together. If you want to watch it on your own, cool, but not together. Uh, but sadly, I've had those incidents where I'm just like, oh, I'm not be here with my family. Bro, there's times you're just like you're sitting there, it's like oh that, kind of like the Jordan Peele like sweat from Key and Peele starts happening. You're like, no, you're like no. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny where he's like, shit's hilarious. like, hey, it's okay. I watch freaky shit. Starts sweating even more. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I, I watch I watch stuff with oh, do you watch stuff with furries and then he starts sweating even more. Oh my god, dude. Oh man, Key and Peel. I can watch Key. I'm so glad it's on I Netflix know. or like, literally like you put it on the background. It's, yeah, it makes me I, laugh. I go, I go to so like, that shit on sometimes. It's good, it's good background stuff too when you're doing something. Um me too. It's perfect to not to knock out that that and workaholics for me. I, I will up that when I go to well, sleep. I mean, just like wake up and, and laugh out, but it's, it's good like soothing to fall asleep too. I, I, I like wake up, laugh my ass off, and then just like pass. Yeah, out like, <laughs> when you're when you're fucking delirious, <laughs> like, it's it's even funnier at like, late at night too, like like midnight or like, like, ah! like fuck. Yeah, li- li- literally you're delirious. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shit was funny and then knockout oh my god uh joe you want you want to explain to jordan and our audience what our one-on-ones are ah uh, yes of course i would love to um and then my yep there we go um so yes our one-on-ones is where uh, pick one movie and one show that we feel is underrated, underappreciated, or just people haven't really seen. Uh, and, you know, we recommend them. We give a tiny explanation, not spoiling anything too much for them. And hopefully, uh, just in the hopes that our, our listeners and our, you know, loyal, loyal fans um, will at least put them on their list to eventually see whether it's tomorrow next week or maybe a couple of years down the road like doug watching place beyond the pines and we, i mm-hmm. never let him live that down never. um thank you and yeah so eh. we uh yeah so yeah there's that uh uh who All wants right. to go first um i think our special guest should go first one yes one, very true. um one movie I'm gonna say Prisoners with Jake Gyllenhaal because that movie is fucking crazy and like I don't think it gets enough fucking hype. Like that movie is the like the what? Like bro, I fucking insane. love you, Jordan. Yes, I, I, I love that movie. <laughs> I don't think it gets enough attention or love, but um, that's one of my favorites, man. Like that shit's insane. And Viola Davis is in it. No, too, it is not. Then, uh, fucking Wolverine, like dude. Yeah, and then um, for TV shows... Hugh Jackman, man. Oh, let's see. For TV shows, I'm going to have to say uh, C with uh, Aquaman. Yeah, that, that uh, that's on Apple TV, by the way, if anybody wants to go watch it's it. Momoa. But, uh, that show is... I, I, didn't, I didn't know what to expect, but the whole, the whole like thing is like these people are blind, but... The way they shoot, like the action scenes, like they're like you know how like when you have one sense gone, all your other senses are uh, heightened or whatever. 
dude, like they're like battling like wars and they can't fucking see and like it's just, yeah. it's fucking crazy, dude. It's insane. I think everybody should go watch that. It's been on my list for like when yeah, it's been out. I, I've just like I've been snoozing on I've been snoozing on that on that, that on that uh, show. It's really good. Yeah, same. Joe, you go ahead. I think you should go first. I should, you you still, still think I'm one up? <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to decide. Oh man, I gotta think of. Okay, I think for my movie of the week, I just got this on Blu-ray recently. And I just watched it because it's, oh, it's really, yes. also very underrated. Is 2011 Source Code with Jake Gyllenhaal? Um, this movie is so good, dude. And it's a it's an original sci-fi movie. That I think that no one talks about anymore, unfortunately. Um, but also, it came it came out during the same time. Which got, I mean, kind of done with them. Uh, the movie Limitless with Bradley Cooper. You, you take the pill and you you, you lock all your brain. Um, uh, Source Code came out. I think the wrong times it came. It came out right when that movie came out. And like the same weekend as Fast and Furious, which I'm like, you shouldn't go up against any big IP franchise when, when you're in your original movie. Uh, Source Code is kind of like. It's kind of like a different version of Groundhog Day, almost. It's like yeah, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is part of this secret uh, government program where he reli- he needs to find this terrorist that blew up this train. Um, so with this like experiment, this high tech, super super secretive uh, experiment, they're able to put him in the mind of the go- uh, one one of the one of the passengers who passed away, so he can like kind of like look for clues and find out how who did what, who's acting sketchy, who's acting kind of weird, like who are the suspects, whatever. And it's a very, very smart sci-fi movie that like came out and no one talked about it after like, I mean after it came out. And I do think it's very, very underrated. Um the sci the sci-fi element to it is fantastic. The action's really good. And the thriller, the thrills also was like kind of suspense really keeps you going. Cause you're like, who who who's doing this? Like who's doing this? Like who's who's the guy behind this? And it's how like it kind of again, it's a twist on Groundhog Day. It's a twist of like kind of like Lidai repeats uh saga of uh of you know movie. So it just it just it's again I, I love a good original recent sci-fi like um movie or an epic and to me this is like example of that how it's original fantastic acting great directing um and it just it shows like how creative you can be nowadays with sci-fi and technology um and i guess the acting is really good uh jeffrey wright's in it vera Farmiga's in it and jake gyllenhaal is just phenomenal in it and um i just like again every every second counts and as a as a as a viewer as an audience you're kind of you're going with them like through his point of view like everything and it's like it's so interesting to see like you know how many how many attempts he takes to like make sure like find this guy i mean it's either like hours upon hours days upon days to find this it, oh, i'm sorry hours upon hours to find it because the time is time is running out and they gotta find the you find the terrorist who blew up the train uh soon enough and it's just it's very refreshing. Again, I bought it on Blu-ray recently. I had it in my collection, and just it's a very fucking awesome sci-fi movie. So that's my movie of the week. And for my show, oh, I think of a show. I don't think of a good show. I, I, I recommend. You know what? I'm gonna go with actually also an Apple oh TV show. Oh uh, Jordan. I'm gonna go with a show called down. Defending Jacob. It's with uh, Chris Evans. Oh. <laughs> It's right. It's so, dude. It's moved. I, I watched it during the pandemic. Hard, I said, I'm gonna watch this. I like Chris Evans. It's an eight. God it's an eight episode it. miniseries. Fuck this show. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You're welcome. Um, <laughs> uh, this show is awesome. I love a good, like, kind of, again, another kind of mystery, kind of like, did he do it? Did he not do it? Um, it's awesome. It's, again, eight episodes, oh. a miniseries. Uh, Chris Evans plays, I think he works in the works in the DA office in Boston, and his, uh, his, um, his uh his uh his song gets accused of killing a former cl- uh, killing one of his classmates and um it's it's a big shock I'm like no way they kill- comes from a great family comes from a really like you know like powerful family he wouldn't do it but and the kid says i, didn't, I swear i didn't do it i swear i didn't do it but as episodes go on more and more you kind of question like did he he might have done it like, he could have done it and no matter how hard and then uh chris evans is thrown off his job because he can't conf- can't interfere with the investigation. Everyone at school, everyone at school hates this kid, but his parents defend him like he's he's not he wasn't him. I promise it wasn't him. He's a good kid. He was friends with this kid, friends with this boy. But like again, I said as the episode as the episodes go on, you're kind of thinking like he might have done it. Like who's telling the truth? Who's not telling the truth? And like the more evidence and more kind of like testimonies and more like kind of like uh, experiences from like classmates and teachers and other people in the in like in, involved. You're kind of like, really, whose side are you on? And also, like, are these parents really kind of blinded by their kid? Like, how good they said their kid is? And he could be a murderer, for all we know. So I thought it was very well done, very well made. I love seeing Chris Evans do, like, non-Captain America stuff, like, non-action hero-y stuff, because I feel like he's a very good dramatic actor, kind of how he was in Knives Out. Um, so I, it was refreshing to see him not do another big, you know, I'm swole, look at me, Captain America action kind of movie. And he like kind of tested his chops to like show him more of a dramatic yeah, performance on like, his end. So I highly recommend uh, Defang Jacob, which is on uh, Apple TV. Huh? A bro. Like, I was scared. Yeah, like, when she was driving, I was like, pull the car over, pull the car over, please, pull the car over. Like, damn. Yeah, and uh, my that. sister used to drive insanely. It was not funny. <laughs> um, Drum roll, please. All right, it is my turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with a movie, an older movie, uh, Ryan Reynolds' uh, old movie. Thank called, you. Thank you. Uh, Safe House with Denzel Washington. Um, it's a it's a really good movie about an agent uh, stuck in what he's stuck in like a, a European country, um, you know, uh, watching over a safe house. Uh, you know, he's the one that takes control of it, calls reports, but it's boring because they hardly ever get what they would call visitors. You know, guests. Um, and then suddenly one day he gets a really big guest who used to be an agent who the CIA thinks is trying to sell information <laughs> to a foreign country and they capture him and, you know, they start interrogating him. And then all of a sudden the safe house uh, is attacked and Ryan Reynolds gets out with Denzel Washington, um, who is a, uh, and they uh how do I say this? They uh they're you know, trying to just try and figure out what's going on and just trying to stay alive and uh <clears throat> try f- yeah, just trying to figure out what's going on and just trying to stay alive. 
it's not that long of a movie. Pretty good. Uh, this is when Ryan Reynolds was doing, you know, very serious movies early on. Uh, I think they're pretty underappreciated. I think he's still such a good actor even back then. It just really depends on, like, the script and the writing and everything. And I think that was a really good movie that he, uh, that, the, that they did. Now, the show. Now, that's difficult. I haven't really been watching TV. Yeah. Um, fuck, I still wasn't prepared. Uh, yeah, I've been sleeping a lot. I haven't been watching a lot of shows. You want to do two movies? I haven't even really been watching movies either. Well, I got, I got at least one more movie. Don't let the fans down, Joel. <laughs> I know. This is my creation. I didn't think of anything. Hold on. Uh, fuck me, man. Let's see. Uh, New season of Demon Slayer's out. <laughs> I don't Do it. Know. Do it. Uh, yeah. Uh, Demon Slayer. You all know about the anime. It's a pretty popular anime. New season's out. Season 3 is finally coming out. It's updating every week. And then, uh, the animation's still going crazy. Still a good show. Uh, so, yeah. That's my show, I guess. Because I can't think of anything. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm at one of those points where I'm not really... Nothing's really catching my eye except like the popular shows like Ted Lasso and anime. So yeah. Well, you have homework now to to watch more shows. Come on, man. Yes. It's your idea, Joe. Uh, you were the chosen one, bro. Okay. Hold on, hold on. There, I, 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 I don't know. Have show. I talked about the show called Mindhunter? I don't think you have actually. It's a great show. Okay, it's a Netflix show, two seasons. Mindhunter is is based uh is is uh, is is uh based on based in the late 1970s uh when the FBI started to seriously go into the studies of uh the psychology of murderers. And so you know, to, to learn their habits, to, to, you know, be able to profile other murderers, you know, and not just any murderers, not like, you know, just a simple, like, that guy shot this guy for no reason, fucking, let's grab him, like, serial killers, so, and, and they use real serial killers, not the, the real people, but the, the real serial killers, like, from the past, so they use, uh, was Ed Kemp the uh, the uh, the co-ed killer? I think that's what they called him. Uh, they have talks about Charles Manson, a lot of other serial killers that you uh, son of Samson. So they go into studies and it shows them breaking down how to find them, how to you know, or even uh, or you know, a lot of them already have been arrested. Them interviewing them and trying to have them answer their questions so they, they can it. profile and figure out what the these other people have done. I, love I think know, it's fascinating for the future. Fun. Like they literally it's study really these good. people, ask them questions so they can like study like what is what causes people to be a serial killer and they want to understand 
a serial killer's mind so that they can like I don't know maybe prevent other people or just overall just understand like a serial killer's mind. But it's it's fucking fascinating, bro. That's you just reminded me. Yeah, that like, you just reminded me. I'm actually probably gonna rewatch that and like, be tonight. able to catch so him in the future. That. Yeah. Also, Ed Kemp is like seven feet tall, bro. Like he's tall as fuck. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Oh yeah. So the guy who plays Ed Kemp, they did really well because that actor he's bigger the actor because in reality ed kemp was actually a really skinny like super tall guy but like he's the first killer that they talk to because he's already in jail and if you watch him you'll be like holy shit and what what's great about youtube is that someone grabbed the actual video interviews of ed kemp and put the show right next to him and just how similar he talked how close, like, the dude did phenomenal. These actors are doing amazing, and the, 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 they did really amazing, like, reshaping and doing the face for Son of Sam, because he had a very unique face. So they re, they remade that face, like, spot on. Like it's it's scary. So definitely highly recommend that show. It's on Netflix, two seasons, great watch. It's a long watch, slow burn show, but so worth it because if you really like anything about serial killers and stuff like that, talking to you ladies in the audience, because ladies love serial killers. <laughs> uh definitely give that show a watch. It's really cool. It breaks down. And yeah, it's just a really good watch. And you you get to learn about like serial killers that you probably have heard about in passing or just or never heard about in the past, you know, growing up. But a lot of these are, yeah, definitely should highly recommend giving it a watch. I gotta watch it now too because I love uh, I love the cast and I also like uh, David Fincher is involved with it too and I love him as a filmmaker. So that's what I'm also kind of slacking on too because I get no I heard yeah. just awesome things about it so. Gotta, gotta watch C. I gotta watch Mindhunter now, man. Yes, sir. I gotta watch C as well, man. Yeah, man. Mr. Momoa Aquaman himself. But, um, yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, you know what? That's the show, guys. We want to thank... Well, first off, oh, we want to thank, thank again, the legendary Jordan Fells, dude. Thank you so much for being on the show, man. Like, it means so much for us. No, it. dude. I no, thank you, Jordan. Thank you. This, week, like, this yeah, is for you. Seriously. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, seriously, man. You... Of course, of course. I, I well, actually, I'm in we, Texas. I'll be back. I'm going to New York City for a wedding next week, but I'll be back the week after after my after my cousin's wedding in uh, in New York. But dude, also again, in, whenever bro, you want to come I'm to a screening, down. I got you. I'll be fun. I'll uh, be a lot of fun. Be fun. Before we Let's do it, yeah. Before we uh, before we close out, well, yes, uh, Jordan, would you like okay. to uh, um, plug yourself? Any social media or anything you'd like to follow? That's J L L S twenty three. Pornhub is the same thing. Snapchat is at J Fells twenty three, and then same with Instagram at J Fells twenty three. And yeah, that's pretty much it. You guys, if you want to reach out, talk to me about mental health, or just fucking say what's up. I'm friendly. I don't bite. I promise. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, Doug, you get to go ahead and plug yourself. Oh, thank you. Honor's all mine. As always, guys, you can find the show uh, at Maybe We Have New Productions, as well as TikTok. I'm trying to grow the TikTok a lot more. We, uh, I had two, uh, yeah, we had two great uh, athletic reactions we just posted for Fast 10 and uh, Joyride. Uh, the review for Joyride will be coming soon on the podcast page uh, before I leave for New York or when I get back from the trip, my trip. Um, again, and maybe we have a new productions. Um, again, as well as you can find the show on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, uh, Apple Music, Amazon Music, your, your podcast platform of choice. You can find my personal page. Uh, Insta- uh, Instagram is at the Young Jones, and Twitter is at Capri underscore Sun S O N. You follow me on there. Uh, and you guys can follow me on Instagram, uh, the OG Cuban Rican. Uh, I haven't posted there yet, but I will eventually. Uh, that's for mainly my video game stuff, but I will uh, add some personal pictures of myself and life eventually. Uh, and then you can also follow me at my Twitch, twitch.tv slash the OG Cuban Rican. That's where uh, I will be streaming. I stream games like Apex, Hogwarts, uh, Power Wash Simulator, Minecraft, and a lot of other games I like to, you know, keep uh keep the repertoire pretty open and expanded so you know definitely come and you know talk to me while i stream (laughs) enjoy me being done with my friends uh being a sweaty fuck on apex uh, and you know (laughs) and you know uh my uh giant dictionary of random curse words mixed together and uh don't be afraid to talk to me uh, i i love it uh it'd be great uh you know we can also talk about personal things movies stuff like that so definitely give me a follow there help me get to you know be a twitch partner and make some money um Thank so you guys yeah so that's my pleasure uh all right it's, it's thank you guys no, for no. being here yeah, thank you guys uh coming along You are okay, bro. always nice welcome on the show, guys. Jordan. Hope you know that. You, again, always I, a spot really for you on the show. Like, always, always, always. have these types of conversations with people because I don't really get that, as you guys know, what, which I explained earlier. So, yeah, it was really nice. I'm thankful. Thank you. Oh, Thank you. Also, man, congrats again to you, my friend. I'm getting to the law school, man. We're very, very proud of you and all your accomplishments that are going to come to you. Very proud of you. Cheers to you. Yeah, man. My pleasure, man. All right, I'm going to close this out. Uh, thank you to our audience for coming along with us on this auditory journey through our ramblings, our opinions, and our just thoughts on these things. Don't be afraid to comment on our Instagram posts and, you know, our TikToks and everything. We uh, are always welcome to hear your criticisms or, you know, your own personal opinions um, or just things that you'd like us to cover. Um, So, yeah, uh, we love you guys. Uh, Please follow us on everything, especially the the, uh, whatever app uh, that you're using to um, listen to our podcast. It really helps our podcast grow and for more people to come and enjoy us and join us on this journey. All right. I hope you guys have a safe night, weekend, week, and life. And we love y'all. And again, mental health is very important. So.
definitely talk to someone and you can always come talk to one yeah. of us Jordan, me, Doug, we are always there too for our fans, you know? Uh, yeah, it's very important to us. Men, women, don't matter. We're here for you. So definitely don't be afraid. All right. Uh, love y'all. Have a good night.